Hey there, it's Allison Task with Personal Revolution back for another bonus episode. Here we are, summer 2020. Dang, none of us saw it going this way. Man, summer 2019, we were thinking what we're going to do on vacation summer 2020. None of us saw this coming. So let's talk about where we are, what's different, and how you're different. Today, I wanted to share a military term or a couple of military terms that I think are particularly relevant here. Snafu, situation normal, all fucked up, all fouled up for your more virgin ears. And FUBAR, fucked up beyond all recognition. We are in a snafu. We are not in a FUBAR. Situation normal, all fucked up. We're still talking. We're still communicating. We still have homes. We still have hospitals. We still have an economy that's impacted, but we still have work and uh, commerce and transportation with limitations. We are not FUBAR. We are not fucked up beyond all recognition. We are in a snafu. And we're going to be here for a while. And I think that's been really hard on a lot of people who thought, you know, be two weeks, two months. This The endurance round of this particular thing is certainly more akin to a war than a battle. This is a war, not a battle. And of course, I think in, in this country, our, our leadership has been confusing and frustrating and scary. So we're left feeling like solo operators, right? Because schools and local governments can't make decisions until there's more federal decision making. Uh, the bodies that we use to rely on making decisions like WHO and the CDC are being somewhat undercut or there's a, there's a little bit of mom and dad are fighting up at the top. So we're all left kind of holding the bag and confused. I want to talk about a couple areas right now of opportunity based on the snafu. Some opportunities that I'm seeing my clients take um, and some opportunities that I'm taking right now. I, I just wanted to be forthcoming and share some of that with you. So if you take a look at the whole life model, episode three, I ask you to review 10 areas of your life. I whole model with clients pretty frequently. I'll whole model myself once a year, sometimes even once a season if there's a lot of change. So if you're if you're up for it, go do a whole life model assessment for yourself. Go listen to episode three. Of course, on the Himalaya app, you can download like this beautiful form that will really walk you through each phase of the assessment so you can get uh, have more depthful thinking around your own choices around family, your physical environment, fun and creativity in your life, love, etc. What I'm seeing right now is that a lot of people are rethinking two specific areas of their life, their relationships and their home. Of course, as I'm a career coach, I would, I would naturally attract people who are also rethinking their career, but relationships and home are coming up for a lot of people. Um, love relationships. I know when China opened up, they said the divorce rates really skyrocketed. Um, what you value in a love relationship. I have a client right now who's engaging in pretty powerful online dating um, and it's opened up new geographies for her um, and she's having a great time. And the conversations are more depthful right now, right? Everything's a little bit richer. So your relationships, you're either going to find out that they're immensely satisfying and important to you or that they're really not working for you, especially with the political conversation that underlies so much of this. So relationships, where are you with your relationships right now? And now here's the coach in me. 
what change do you want to affect? What are you tolerating, right? There's a great coaching term. What are you tolerating in your relationship that just isn't working? Can you speak up about it? Can you tell someone about it? Can you confront the person or have an opportunity for a conversation? I know um, last week I, I did something to a longstanding friend and I really, really let her down and disappointed her. Our relationship needed to shift. And it shifted and she was really hurt. She didn't see it coming. It had been coming for some time. But that's a bit of relationship tidying up that was better for me and better for her in the long run. It was important. It needed to happen. It had been going on too long. What are you tolerating in your relationships with your family of origin, with your current family, with your friends, with a relationship partner? What's not working in your relationships? As you may know, I adopted a puppy before the pandemic, and I will tell you, our dog walking relationship ain't working. I am calling a trainer and we are gonna figure this out because she's been given a little too much freedom and I've had my eye off the puppy ball, admittedly, for fair reasons, but we got we got to work on that dog owner dog relationship because right now I am not the alpha. She's a little 10 pound tyrant and that's gotta stop. So it's gonna stop, right? So I'm reworking that relationship. now. Two areas that I'm I'm really focusing on right now personally are my children, as I've said before, and my home. My husband and I have flirted with putting our home on the market for a while. Um, and I can promise you that during the pandemic in the summer when my kids are not in school and my husband are both, my, they're not in school, they're not in camp, and my husband and I are both working full time, that is not the ideal time to clean out your house and put it in the market. If there's probably the least good time I could think of, this would be it. And yet we decided right now, there are a lot of people who are looking for houses. There are a lot of people coming to our area. And as my realtor says, there just isn't enough inventory to satisfy all the people who want to come here. Um, and our house is too big for us. We don't need it. Um, my stepdaughter goes to college this year. We just we just don't need all the space. It's time to, to, to thin out a little bit. I would feel better living in less um, and having more focus on experience than things and painting and all kinds of stuff that come with a big house. So we put our house on the market. Our house is going on the market in about two weeks. We're going to clear out so everyone can paint again. Woof. If you can imagine having three little kids cleaning out a house, clearing out, battening down the hatches. Again, no, not what I wanted to do in the pandemic, but snafu. Situation normal is all fucked up. So let's just go with it. And what is the opportunity in this moment for us to downsize and, and shift our the way we live? That's something we've been thinking about for a while. Let's pull the trigger. It's never going to be easy. It sure isn't easy now. But there is a market available that might um, make this transaction a little bit more smooth for us. So that's something I'm doing. Something else I'm doing is uh, kids in school. It's It's pretty messed up. Again, because we don't we don't have a good cohesive voice at the top with great leadership um, at the state or or federal level. It's just confusing. I mean, it's mid-July. Kids go back in six, seven weeks and no one knows what's going on. We have a big old school building. We have a gorgeous field out back um, where my kids go to school. Now, could we put a, a deck out there and put up tents? Probably. Certainly, that's what you're doing in Asia and Europe, right? Kids are doing outdoor school, which is amazing on many levels. But I don't think it's going to happen here because we've got a little bit too much of a bureaucratic, bureaucratic mess, despite the fact that people have great intentions. It's just it's just looking messy. So I've been speaking with another parent about um, having my kids take a gap year next year. Is it legal? Can you pull your kids out of school? I don't think so. But having them endure the torture of Zoom meetings and sitting inside and looking at computers, I'm, I'm not watching them learn. I'm watching them learn how to resist 
the snafu, right? We have the situation normal. It's all fucked up. It's still not a foobar, right? But we're trying to do what we've done in this new format, and it's broken. It was broken for a couple months. It's going to be broken if we think we're going to do it for another year. It just, it's it's creating resistance in the kids. This isn't how, this isn't good learning. It's certainly brutal for social emotional skills. And then, you know, we have a situation where we're fighting instead of learning. So another parent and I are thinking about doing a gap year, hiring some grad students from a local university to teach them, you know, biology. Let's go to a stream. Let's look at the stars. Let's go camping in the backyard. It'll work until it's winter. And then in winter, we'll have to get creative again. But again, in a snafu, the situation normal is all fucked up. Do not return to normal. Do not return to normal or think normal is within reach. It's not. Rethink your assumptions. If this approach is broken and it's only more, if the schools are broken and they're more exacerbated in their brokenness when we go online, get out. Think of a different solution. Let's apply for a homeschooling license and do what's right for the kids. You want my kids to be left back next year? I'm all for it. I'm totally cool with them sitting backwards in in the classroom they would have been in this year. If this year I can tend to their uh, emotional health and outdoor learning and learning through life. I know there's a a father who created a little uh, turtle pond uh, with his daughter in our, you know, there's a park here in Montclair called Edgemont Park, and the turtles were kind of <laughs> trying to live on uh, old construction wood and whatever gross stuff kind of got into the pond. And he and his daughter intentionally built a little um, turtle island for them with a little flag in it. Now, the daughter, the father is however old he is, the daughter's six. But what a great life lesson, right? What did she learn about animals and care for the environment and the interplay between people and animals and um, when you dirty a pond versus when you take care of it? Amazing lessons for the six-year-old. That is the kind of school I'd like for my kids next year in this grand snafu. Let's not pretend things are normal and we're just going on to digital windows. I'm okay if we don't learn reading next year. I'm okay if we don't learn math in quite the same way. Now, as I said before, my clients are looking at their relationships and rethinking them. They're also looking at home. My younger clients are having a blast working from home. One of them um, shared with me this week, I feel like I'm more myself, right? Especially when you're young in your 20s, you try to put on your costume for the workplace. But he's feeling more authentic because he can choose his background. He can share a part of his home with them. He feels more himself and he's able to bring more of himself to work. Well, isn't that great? Isn't it great to have more authenticity in the workplace. And if your answer is, no, my workplace wouldn't drive with authenticity, then maybe you need to rethink that workplace. Feel free to give me a call. Having that home show up at work, having the real you show up at work is really helping him feel better. Of course, you lose the commute, which isn't good for everybody, but people are finding new ways to commute, right? Taking a half hour for a walk or a podcast, um, some exercise. One of my clients is having a beautiful long lunch, right? She's going Spanish style. Instead of the lunch, the cold sandwich she'd cram down at her desktop, she's making a gorgeous lunch, having a light dinner, and is being healthier and losing weight. So again, because of the snafu, how do you want to reorient yourself in your home? As I said before, people are moving. I'm moving, downsizing. People are, I just, another person from my town is moving to Park City. Uh, People are moving more rural. People are, 
you know, sadly moving out of New York City and it breaks my heart because it is my it is my soul city. I love that place and I hate I hate to see what's happening to it now. But people are in motion. What can you do in your home if you haven't done it already? I will tell you, we lugged so much furniture down to the curb this week, my husband and I, and he was like, bah, no one's going to take it. Coronavirus. That furniture went so fast. But by the time I was walking back up the driveway, people were stopping and taking the furniture. We had all these old, you know, little kid toys, um, some still in wrappers. I was planning to do Secret Santa with it this year. I'm not going to lug around toys just to do Secret Santa. And don't you know, a woman who works in a preschool stopped, took everything, all the toys still in wrappers. She was like, this is my lucky day. So I got to feel like Santa Claus that day. I challenge you to revisit the areas of the whole life model and consider an area that you'd like to shift now in the snafu. It's not normal. It's not going to be normal. But what is an area of your life where you can take advantage of this opportunity to either shift your home, shift your relationships, shift your fun? I've got a client who's starting to do watercolor. She's having a blast with it. Um, A lot of clients are doing fitness and weight loss. Not for me because I got the little kids. I don't have a lot of time, right? But some clients are doing that in, in a really powerful and effective way. What's an area of the whole life model, particularly in this snafu, that you want to take the opportunity to address? Send me an email. Drop me a line on the Himalaya app. Let me know what you're choosing to shift. Because, guys, this isn't ending anytime soon. In the U.S., you know, our peak was around 30 cases a day. Now we're deep up into 60. Fauci was saying it's probably going to get to 100,000 before people start paying attention. Please, I hope that does not happen. But we're, I mean, this is snafu upon snafu upon snafu. Still not foobar, because I still recognize some things like listening to a podcast, like working in my independent office. Things are still recognizable. They're just fucked up. So take advantage of this moment to reset something you've been tolerating. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to keep bringing it to you. If you keep wanting to hear it, I will be here as long as you are listening. If you have ideas for a podcast or something you'd like me to be talking about, let me know. If you have a question for me, let me know. I will answer it. Revolutionary, I applaud you. This is our time. This is difficult. We are grieving. We were grieving. We're continuing to grieve. And now accepting this, and I hate saying the new normal, but accepting this snafu reality, what can you change to impact your life for the better? Sending you virtual hugs, immense love, and a great deal of respect. Thank you so much. And uh, talk with you soon. 